This is a Kindling and Quagoma podcast. Hey, I'm Pippi. And I'm Bonnie. We're sisters. We are your hosts for this episode of Outside the Lines, a Quagoma Kids podcast about art. I'm really excited because we're about to meet an artist that loves wild animals as much as I do. Like frogs, snakes and even zebras. Yeah, her art is so amazing. I love it because it's filled of bright patterns and colours. She even made a giant kaleidoscope once. What's a kaleidoscope? You know, those tubes that you put up to your eye. Full of colours and pretty patterns. Oh, yeah! Anyway, today we're meeting an artist called Jemima Wyman and we're going to find out why slimy frogs and scary snakes help her make art. But Pippi, where is she? I just saw her a minute ago. Jemima? Hi guys, I'm right here. Ah. You might not have seen me because I'm wearing clothes that let me camouflage into the background. Yeah, that means that the patterns and colours on my clothes make my body hard to see, so I blend into my surroundings. Like snakes, they can hide in the grass. Exactly. I often get inspired by animals and nature to make my art, like frogs and snakes, but I'm also inspired by things like road signs and protesters too. Frogs and snakes and road signs and protesters? What have they got to do with each other? Well, have you ever noticed that the road signs warning you about potential dangers up ahead are all yellow and black? In nature, there are all kinds of animals like frogs, snakes, wasps and butterflies that are yellow and black. The reason they are yellow and black is because they are poisonous to other creatures. Scientists say these animals use colour and pattern as a warning sign to say, don't eat me, I'm dangerous. This type of camouflage is called aposematism. Aposematism? Correct. (laughs) Wasps and butterflies and snakes, they all use this type of colouring and patterns to warn predators that they're poisonous. So it's a lot like a road sign warning you of hazards ahead. Ah, I get it. Like when there's roadworks. Yes, that's right. Yellow and black means danger. And I think the reason that road signs are yellow and black is because we know that animals that are yellow and black are about warning of danger. I think road signs have developed in relation to those colours. Cool. I never thought about it like that. And then I started to notice that people were instinctively wearing yellow and black at protest marches too. And in France, they even had a big movement called the Yellow Vests. So the road signs, the protesters, the yellow and black animals all made me think there is so much meaning in the colours and patterns that surround us and that we choose to wear. For a protester, it's hard to stand out while warning everyone about the future. For a frog or a caterpillar, it's a matter of life or death. 
Wow, that's really cool. But what's that got to do with making art? I guess that's what's so fun about being an artist is that I get to look at all different bits of the world from science and nature to news and history and fashion and the internet and I get to see what happens when you think about all of those things together and bring them together in an artwork and so when you bring all of those different fields and thoughts together you can make new questions and also new discoveries about you know how the world works and you kind of can see the world with new eyes so you can make an artwork that helps you understand the world around you but with your own special language so you can find connections that other people mightn't see. So is making art difficult? How do you do it? Well, my recent work is mainly using collage. So I find images of flowers, protesters and animals and I put them all together by cutting them up and sticking them on paper and making patterns. They look very decorative, but when you look closer, there's protesters in there and poisonous animals. I like the idea of cutting things out to make something new. Yeah, especially when there's hidden secret messages in there. That's cool. What else helps inspire you when you're making art, Jemima? For this series, Flourish, it's all yellow and black. It's almost like that in my studio. (laughs) It's all yellow and black everywhere, on the floor, on the walls. It's almost like you're hypnotised when you go in there. but I've made lots of different artworks over the years that use all different kinds of colour combinations and different patterns. So I've made artwork that uses flannel, tie-dye, paisley, or even camouflage patterning. Like the clothes that hunters and army people wear? Yep, but there are other types of camouflage that are just white and black. It's called dazzle camouflage, and so it's not about blending into your background, but dazzle camouflage is actually about blending into each other. Cool. Zebras use this type of camouflage. They have black and white stripes, which actually makes them easy to see, but when they're all together in a herd, their stripes merge and make it look like they're one huge, big, scary animal rather than lots of individual zebras. And so it's a survival strategy so that the lion cannot tell them apart from one another. And the lion gets scared off because it looks like one huge animal moving towards them. That's really clever. So have you ever made art about zebras, Jemima? Kind of, but more about their patterns and how the patterns work. So it got me thinking, how can humans do this as well? Protesters can have power with masks and have the same covering, like they're all sharing the same face. Their masks make them one huge group because they can't be identified as an individual person. So when they come together, they have a collective protection, like having a superpower. I don't like masks. I do. I think they're fun. Really? I think they're scary. Well, masks can be both. Masks can make you anonymous and scary or funny. (laughs) 
all, all of these things at once because they make you look like you're someone or something different. If you wear a mask of an animal, then you are two things at once. So you're a human and an animal, and that's how jokes and humour works. So you see things in a new light um, or it confuses the brain and you realise you're tripped. So masks are almost like you're wearing a joke. Ah, cool. So do you want to make a mask? Really? We could make masks like you? Yeah, they're really fun to make and you can make a mask out of anything. Um, you just need some basic things that you can find around the house, a piece of cardboard or a paper plate and some string. I've seen a lot of protesters that have made their own masks from things like plastic bottles, paper, cloth. I, I've even seen a protester who's wore the cage off a fan as their mask. <laughs> I've learned so much, Lottie. Like, you can make art from anything you find around you. <laughs> I've learned that sometimes art can be found in the patterns of animals and plants and even protesters. And sometimes a big piece of art can be made of tiny little pieces of art. And art can have secret messages. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks, Jemima. We love talking about art with you. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Jemima. Outside the Lions is a Kindling co-production with the Queensland Art Gallery and Gallery of Modern Arts Children Arts Centre. This production was possible thanks to the generous support of the Nielsen Foundation.